Great Scott. The Great Scott Show. And as they head into the final furlong, all of the other radio stations and radio hosts are left in the wake of a keen turn of speed by the Great Scott Show, the champion. With Scott Prather. Steal the show. Hello. Welcome into the Great Scott Show. Coming at you on a Wednesday edition of the Great Scott Show. It's ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. I'm Scott Prather. Coming up this morning, one more time this week, Nasty Nick, Nick Sheremy, and Blaze Bro will join me. We will have a couple of on five drafts. One that has to do with the worst and one that has to do with the best. Looking forward to that. Baker Mayfield might think he's the best. He's not that. As far as his theatrics go, I've always found Baker to be a bit over the top. See, the reality is when you do things that are, how do I put it? When you have a perpetual chip on your shoulder and always think everyone's out to get you and always respond to any kind of criticism like you've got, I don't know, like you're just a little guy on the block trying to show everybody you're not to be trifled with. That's endearing whenever you're really good and it works. It is. The thing with Baker is whenever you struggle or you're not all that good. And in the, in the NFL, he's been at best, at best, slightly above average season before last at best. Okay. And, and, and the Browns, their bread and butter is offensive line running the football. So now you got Baker Mayfield in this situation of not wanting to be in Cleveland. Basically saying, nope, you've you pretty much made your bed. Now you got to lie in it. You don't want me, so I don't want to be there. I want to be traded. Now, Cleveland has reached out to some teams, Carolina being one of them, and have not really gotten much in returns as far as assets. The number one overall pick in the draft and a quarterback and a guy that did was a starting quarterback in a playoff game you won two seasons ago for a team that prior to that hadn't won a playoff game since they were literally a different franchise back in, you know, the 90s. Beats their big brother. And now you fast forward 15 months later and it's the Browns and they probably are going to pay $65 million to two quarterbacks next season that probably won't play. So if, if Cleveland were to reach out to to, to Baker and say, you know what, man, we need each other. Let's just play this season out. You play well, you get a big contract. The problem is it's Baker Mayfield and it's the Browns. Neither side would want to do the rational thing because it's Baker Mayfield and it's the Cleveland Browns. See, for Baker, who I've never been big on as a pro quarterback, if he re- his best chance to have a future as a as a starting NFL quarterback consistently in the league for a while to potentially be the face of a franchise would be this season. 
Deshaun Watson, you know, doesn't play for a year. You got Baker Mayfield. And if he says, all right, let's let bygones be bygones and plays for the Browns and plays good, his stock would be sky high. Then, you know, he can hit free agency heading into end of his rookie deal. He can do a lot of stuff and suddenly get big money, go somewhere else. Now, I get him. I I wouldn't either if I was Baker. I wouldn't beg to go back or anything like that. You wait for them to make the call, but it's the Browns. But I think if Baker were to do that, people would be like, you know, maybe he's growing up, maybe he's maturing. He's just just getting the work done. But we know Baker's never going to do that. He's not going to do it. And the Browns probably aren't going to do it either. They'll probably never call him, just wait it out, and then if Deshaun gets suspended for a year, just find Baker for not showing up. It's a dysfunctional relationship. When you're in a dysfunctional relationship in your job, if it's in your marriage, if it's your significant other, if it's with whoever it is, player, coach, coach, management, player, management, player ownership, if it is a dysfunctional relationship on one side, you're going to have a lot of trouble. On both sides, forget about it. Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns are in a dysfunctional relationship. Now, look, there, there are some Saints fans out there that thought, hey, go go try to make a trade for Baker. Get him. Let him be the future. I knew, no, 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 no. No, no, no. Enough of this. Hey, remember when they got Drew Brees? I mean, he was he was undersized. He was a guy that was a high draft pick, uh, not number one overall. He wasn't even a first-round pick. And the other team kind of moved on from a very different situation. No, stop. Just stop it. See, on one hand, I'm saying, you know, if both sides were to have more of a functioning relationship and, and Cleveland had just been up front and been like, look, it's business, we're going to make a play for this, Baker probably still would have just, you know, bickered about it. But with both sides being dysfunctional, there's no shot. There's no shot. No shot. Speaking of the Browns, some people just don't like the name the Browns. We got two on five drafts today. Blaze Bro and Nick Sheremy will be here. We are going to do worst sports team names in one draft and best sidekicks. Best sidekicks can be sports, can be movies, can be TV. Those are our two drafts today. You don't want to miss it. Coming up later on in the eight o'clock hour, tell you about. Clayton Kershaw's comments regarding Freddie Freeman that I I thought they stood out a little bit to me. thought they stood out a little bit to me. We'll dig into that and more. It's all coming your way on this Wednesday edition of the Great Scott Show. This is ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Welcome back into the Great Scott Show, ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports, coming at you on a Wednesday. 
And joining me one more time this week, and for the last time with me for a little while, they'll be on next week with Lynn in the latter part of the week, but uh, we have Nasty Nick, Nick Sheremy, hey, and um, Blaze Bro. Nice to be back. Still, just, they, they keep coming in here. I can't I can't keep them away. You done messed up opening the doors, man. Yeah. <laughs> you done messed up. That was your first mistake. You done messed up, says Blaze. Uh, no, let, I mean, let's, let's, I mean, these, these summertime on five drafts seem to be working. So I, I have a few more today. Y'all ready to rock? Yeah, yes, let's sir. do it, man. All right, let's just get right into it. Um, you know, I, I think we should start with the, the draft that has to do with the worst. And then in the next segment, we can do the draft that has to do with the best. And on a positive note. Right, right. So let's, let's start with the worst. Uh, and that is, we will be drafting the worst team names in sport. You know, the Stanley Cup Finals ended, um, you know, on Sunday, and it was the first Stanley Cup Finals ever that both teams in the final, their name didn't end with an S, which was, you know, a little okay. trivia. And it used to be when I was young, it, I used to always get the question, name the seven colleges whose mascot, D1 colleges whose mascots names don't end with S. Now there's more you know, D1 college football teams than there used to be, but kind of heard like name trivia my whole life. I, 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 we, we need to, we need to focus on not so much trivia, but names that are just awful. Right. I mean, you, you, some team names, you're like, what is this? Like, come on, you can't, you you know, when the Pelicans came out with their name, there are people, a lot of people giving it a lot of heat. I'm like, y'all can, y'all can back off. Y'all can suck it. Yeah, All right. I like I like baby. I it's like definitely baby. a name that had to grow on a lot of fans. I'll say that. I I never had an issue with it, but I know a lot of fans who when it first came out, they didn't like the name the Pelicans. Well, a Pelicans badass bird and it's the state bird. So at least it like fits. Yeah. I was I was a I was a stand for the team name. Um and yeah, I I think to your point, it it did take a little while for people to get used to. But in the, in the pantheon of like worst team names, it's it's not even close to some no, of the ones they got out it's, there. It's not. It's not entering the building. It's not entering the state. It's not entering the. It's. It's in a different planet. Okay, because there's some pretty awful, awful team names out there. Uh, why don't we let Nasty Nick go first again? Yeah. And then Blaze will go in the middle, and then I'll go last. And we'll, counterclockwise uh, today. We'll do. We'll do a draft here uh, once again. So this is on five. The worst sports team names. All right, I got a softball here with pick number one. Then, uh, local and horrible, uh, the baby cakes. The baby cakes. Yeah, the baby cakes. Well, they were they were a team briefly. You don't know, Blaze. I know about. Them. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, you might have to fill me in. I'm I'm a little lost on the baby cakes. Minor league baseball team, right? Yeah, they were they were the minor league. So, New Orleans had a triple A AAA affiliate for many years. Oh, they don't anymore. But they um. Gosh, man, you just reminded me of an old segment I recorded. I was seeing if it was still in the system. Um, it was the New Orleans Zephyrs for a long time. Yes. And I don't know why. There's nothing wrong with Zephyrs. Zephyrs is a great name. Yeah, I like it that. Had, there, there, was a, there was a, you know, there was actually a little bit of history involved as far as the city goes. And then they just got rid of it and rebranded as Baby Cakes. <laughs> and it was like... Is that like a king cake bid, I, I, I guess? Don't, I, king yeah, cake. I, the, their their mascot was a huge, oversized king cake baby. Oh, no. Yeah. That's got to be terrifying. Probably one of the worst mascots. Like, one of the worst mascots I've ever seen, too. Like, yeah. Bad. Y'all just reminded me of an old... I, maybe I'll just play this. I haven't heard this in years. Um, 
I have no I I <laughs> I really don't sound like. So but you just reminded me. And look, it's the summertime. We can we can go off track a little bit, right? Of course. Um Ryan Banowitz, uh he went by the name R B. He used to be on this station years ago. And we would do some pretty ridiculous segments, especially this time of year in the summertime. And we were talking one day and we were like, man, just think how ridiculous it would be if you just spent an entire summer just talking about Major League Baseball and like nothing else all the time. Like, which it makes sense if you're on the MLB network on, but it was just like, yeah, what if we just like gave scores out? Like that was all we did all summer. <laughs> and we're like, well, if, if it's what we did, then we'd have to get extreme with it. So we started a segment. It was just called Extreme Baseball. And we would we would basically give a rundown of the scores. We just we would scream everything. We would talk about the cities. We would tie it into like TV references and like just nasty jokes. And that's how we'd give out the scores. And then that transitioned into extreme Santa Claus. So if it was close to Christmas, we would just do this like segment where you just scream stuff about <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so when the when the team changed their name to the baby cakes, we I remember we recorded something. I don't even remember what we said, but it's still in the system. It just says extreme baseball baby cakes. I don't even I swear to God, I don't know what it's y'all want to listen? So I have no a, idea. I'm gonna be a nice little treat. This here. could a treat or a train wreck, Blaze. Let's find out. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm already off track. We've given one out, but that was a good start, Nick. Let's see what this sounds like. ESPN fourteen twenty, ESPN fourteen twenty dot. Notice there it is. It's the old fourteen twenty name. Tom, big thanks to Eric for joining me. A lot of really good to hear some of the exciting things. A lot of the amenities that are gonna be at Russo Park and Okay, I, 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 eventually it's going to get to the segment, I hope. Where they're along, you know, a lot Probably of the obvious block let, me, let, me, let, me, let me move forward As here. As promised, yeah. right now. Okay, here it is. It's time for Extreme Baseball. <laughs> Woo! Put some baby powder on my bottom. It's time to celebrate some minor league baseball. Oh! Goodbye! The New Orleans Zephyrs have been voted off the island. The most talked about election of 2016, the fan vote. They voted for the baby cakes. Carrying out the delivery room, wash off the time for baseball season. Yeah! How can you enjoy the cake if you don't eat the meat? Eat it, but don't beat it. Because New Orleans is making baby cakes. Eat the birthday cake in your birthday suit. Make the baby and feel the AAA baseball team called the Baby Cakes. Don't get a rash. Grab some Boudreaux's butt paste, baby. Time to watch some baseball this season in New Orleans. It's baseball team in the name of glove. Love your glove. No, no glove worn. Love not glove. In the name of love, make love to make baby cakes. Do a little dance. Make a little glove. No, make a little love. Baby Cakes, I love you, man. No, I love you, man. In the name of Baby Cakes. Ah! 2017 is officially the year of the Baby Cakes. You know what that means? What? Turn down the lights. Baby making time in New Orleans. He doesn't go shopping at the Gap. He's a baby. Baby Cakes. Who needs Montgomery biscuits? Butter up them biscuits. Because Baby Cakes are coming to split it open. He didn't use a toilet. He's a baby. Baby cake. <laughs> ah, baseball. Once, twice, three times a baby. 
cakes. They're so cute at this age. Baby cakes. Your baby's ugly, but I love the baby cakes. They've watched every one of Tom Amansky's defensive drills endorsed by Fred McGriff. Baby cakes. I got nothing on that Tommy Mansky reference. Premature jocularity. Babies. Grab a diaper. I'm so excited. Let's get the baby cakes into town. You're not my daddy. You're a baby. Baby cakes. Who that's my baby cake daddy. It's baby cakes. Baby cakes. And that is a uh, <clears throat> special edition of Extreme Baseball. <laughs> <laughs> right. I had not heard that in like six years. That was good. That was good intensity, man. I tell you what, for some poor unsuspecting soul who was not ready for that segment in the morning. Oh, that was back when I was on in the afternoons right there. But whoever just heard that, man, now I kind of like baby cakes. Oh. <laughs> we would just write down dumb jokes and yell back and forth. Once, twice, three times three a baby. Three times a baby. <laughs> I forgot about the Tom Amansky baseball. <laughs> so, you so should have sent this over shout to the out, baby cakes. Shout out Ryan Banowitz, man, RB. Oh, we, we did a uh, lot of extreme. I, that's the only one that apparently is still in the system, but we you know we had extreme Easter Bunny. It just started out where we just every day in the summer we just do baseball scores, but inevitably you start yelling things about the city or the player that hit a home run, and we're like, this is so much more entertaining than just like, well, the uh, the Braves beat the Phillies 3-2 to two today. They, uh, there's two strikeouts in the first inning and blah, blah, blah. We're like, no, we're going to take this extreme. Right, because so much baseball coverage is like that. I right. It's very – It needs some – It needs – It needs something. It needs extreme. Yeah, it needs extreme. <laughs> Thanks, fellas. I'm glad you brought up baby cakes. I was not planning oh, on playing. I'm that, glad but. I brought up baby cakes too. That that seeing y'all genuinely laughing today, awesome. I was glad. I was like, it's still funny. It holds up. That was that was I'll tell you what. That was gold. That was a good segment. I, you should have thought about maybe sending it over to the promo team of the baby cakes. Should've. Yeah, yeah. I'd have put it on the air. You did they better could've. marketing for the baby cakes than the baby they, cakes yeah, themselves the baby ever cakes did. Themselves. Used if that it. doesn't get you pumped up to go watch the baby cakes, I don't know what does. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, with the first pick in the on-five draft of awful team names, uh, Nick, as you know, you probably gathered, chose uh, Baby Cakes. <laughs> All right. Um, take it away, Mr. Blaze. I'm going to go one a little more recent here. Didn't last for very long, but the Washington football team. Just okay. uh, lack of effort, it seemed like. And it's, it was a lot of, remember when they first came out, there was a lot of jokes and memes on Twitter that they just ran out of time and then get to submit the name card in time and... That's what stuck. <laughs> yeah, there it was. It was for legality reasons, and then they tried to make it a thing. But it, you know, it came and went. The Washington Football Team. Uh, I'm gonna go the. Um, I'm gonna go the Thunder. Like, it, of all the names Oklahoma City could come up with, they just chose something that like a sound that scares dogs. Like it's lame. <laughs> you know, lightning is different because it's you. Can, it can you can see it. It can kill you. Right. I mean, there's yeah. there's a. You know, it it gives us this great electricity. Does it does good and bad? Thunder's just it's just a noise. Well, like, I mean, do better. It it's kind of very appropriate though for for the for the team. Yes, a team that when it had its biggest stars were kind of all bark and no bite. 
had a lot of sound, could scare you, but couldn't do nothing to you very you go, physically. Please. So right, not bad. Uh, thunder. It <clears> was <throat> do better. Uh, my next pick. We're gonna go to the Washington Wizards. Like, what if the Wizards won a title? Can you like just think? Of, I like to congratulate the Wizards on winning it all. <laughs> Like when you start thinking about it, you, and and they're just they happen to be really bad. But when you start thinking about like the Wizards, like it used to be the Washington Bullets, and they were worried. Okay, it sounds violent. We don't. It's like okay, but the sounds, Wizards. There's a lot of things that like uh-huh. Wizards. I mean, there's some. We have the Golden State Warriors. Is that not yeah, violent? Yeah, I, I just I, I the Wizards just doesn't do it for me. It never has. It doesn't work. It's lame. It's a bad team name. All right, Blaze, back to you. Uh, the Montreal Canadiens. Thank you. I'm not a big fan of because it's like you're in Canada, right? Already, so it's like, why are you naming right. yourselves the Canadians? There's right. so many other names you could have gone with. The Bears, the the I don't know, the Flapjacks, something. The, the, the Canadians, like why? <laughs> why not? I mean, no, but he's right. Like you're, it's 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 like redundant, and it's like, why do you get to be the Canadians and no one else? Yeah. Uh, I don't get like, it. Like, there's other teams, a lot of other Canadian, like teams. Edmonton and, mm-hmm. and 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 Calgary and. Yeah. Toronto, they don't they don't get to be the Canadians. Like you just claim get out of here. <laughs> hey, what if it was like the San Francisco Americans? Yeah, that's exactly no. it's also unimaginative. Like it's very yeah, yeah. lowest common denominator type yeah. stuff. It, it it comes across as like pandering. Like, ooh, we're gonna Yeah, we're the we, we we're it's hockey, we're in Canada, like we're no. Canada's team. Get out. All right, Nick. Uh I'm gonna come back with uh with some basketball. The Knickerbockers. Which is the full name of the mm-hmm. New York Knicks? What's wrong with that? What is that? What's what is? Isn't that like pants? I thought knickerbockers was pants. Um, I don't know what a knickerbocker is, but I know it sounds ridiculous. When you say their yeah, their full government name, you know people say don't say <laughs> my full government, government name. name. That's what it's. They'll say their full <laughs> government name. It's you can't just government the name the New York Knicks. Yeah, I it, think Knicks is fine. I'm actually quite a fan of it, believe it or not. But it traces its origins to the Dutch settlers who came to the New World, especially to what is now New York in the 1600s. It style of pants the yeah. settlers wore. They're the New York pants. But it's got some history. I can't hate on it that much. I, mean, I, I, I can, I, and I will. I don't. I don't, I don't <laughs> mind. I don't mind the Knicks. I, don't I mind do. Okay. I mind them quite. All right. Quite he some. doesn't like it. All he right. Doesn't like their full government. I don't have any extreme Knicks um, baseball, but wow. Go next. You got another one. Uh, I guess I'll go a little bit more local. I do not like the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. You don't. Well, honestly, so when I was just getting to UL, I didn't know a lot about the Sun Belt at all. I had grown up uh, LSU, like, SEC fan. When I showed up, one of our games was against the Chanticleers. I had to look up what it was. When I looked up what it was, I still thought it was dumb. And then Coastal Carolina started being Coastal Carolina, and now I hate them even more. So Yeah, I I mean, it comes from the Canterbury Tales, and it's like a rooster, right? Yeah, it's a it's a That's rooster. Kind of, I like the uniqueness of it. I, like, mean, I don't like Coastal Carolina, no, mind you, but I I, like I, the, the, I I I'm not going to dog on that. Chanticleers. I give them points for like uniqueness. How many teams you heard before no. that time was the Chanticleers? None. Because it's a bad idea. And it's I, I like it though. I like I'm the da- uniqueness. I'm it's real. It. It's a real name. It's a real. Well, it's look, I'm not real taking thing. you guys' picks, so you should be thanking me. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Nasty Nick. All right, Blaze, back to you. I'm gonna. This one's probably controversial, but the the Cleveland Browns. I how is that controversial? I feel like a lot of people. It's either fifty fifty. A lot of people either like it or they hate it. 
I, I don't like it. I just, I don't know. It's something, the Browns. I feel like they need to change the name. It hasn't had much success except for way, way, way back anyways. It's pretty a cursed franchise. Just get rid of it. Just yeah, get the, rid of it altogether. The Browns. When your name becomes a euphemism for using the restroom, yeah, it's time. It's time. Yeah, Move on. Taking the Browns to the Super Bowl is a reference that's been used forever, and it's fitting because the Browns are in the toilet most of the time. Yep. I mean, 15 months ago, they're in the divisional round of the playoffs, and they got a chance to beat the Chiefs because Chad Henney is in. Oh, 15 exactly. months later, they're $65 million this season to two quarterbacks that aren't even going to play for them. Correct. That's the Browns. That's the Browns. And I can talk about Baker, Baker Mayfield got shit, such a short stick. Baker Mayfield, so he's not, he's garbage. Yeah, but he's not. No, he's not any good. Whatever. He's a Baker Mayfield. I'm not a Baker guy. Um, <laughs> all right. The Philadelphia Phillies. Like, give me a break. First of all, I can't stand the Phillies. But, like, really? The New Orleans New Orleanians. Yeah, that's the same tier as Canadians. It's ridiculous. I think it's even worse because it's just the city. It's worse shortened. than the Canadians. It's like you're just going after a city at this point. It's not even a nationality. It's just... The New York New Yorkers. Yeah. <laughs> you see how dumb it sounds? That sounds awesome. It sounds really... The Minnesota Minnesotans, I guess that's what you call a native of Minnesota. The Seattle Seattle Natives. Real, gonna, real conceited, like, is what it sounds like. Just real full of themselves. The Philadelphia Phillies. Like, if, what? If you're going to do that, you have to also include the Illinois Illini in there, too. Illini? Yeah. I oh, mean, wow. Was, the fighting Illini. I mean, yeah. I, the Philadelphia Phillies. The, just, no. The Dallas Dallas. <laughs> just, it's so stupid. That would be it's a Texas so, thing to do, though. It's so no. Oh no! There's a bunch that, of names that, I can there come you up go. For Dallas. How about the Houston Texans? That's yeah, next on my list. What yeah. an awful <laughs> name! You see, when the Texans got a team back, they should have just gone back to the Oilers because yeah. the Oilers, great colors, fitting, made sense, cool helmets. Instead, they're like, no, we're gonna we're gonna be the Texans. We're gonna try to alienate everyone in a state where. No one outside of our cities even they all root for that other team up north in the state and the Cowboys. Like, what a terrible and I like the Oilers. Awful name. I like the name. I like the the colors. Yeah, right. Oilers is a good right. One. There, there's something in like you know when they moved to Tennessee. Tennessee kept the Oilers name for like a year or two before they became the Titans. But like, you can get your name back. Yeah. Like the Charlotte did it in basketball. Like you could have been the Oilers. And, you know, Cleveland lost their team to Baltimore. Granted, they weren't the Baltimore Browns. They were the Ravens. But they came back. They were the Browns. Like, you're back, Houston. Take the Oilers. But instead, they went with the Texans, which is just just lame. I'm Yes, Phillies and Texans. Like, get get over yourself. Enough. Or be a little more creative than that. A little bit of a theme here with uh, naming, naming themselves after your area or where you're from. Yeah, I'm not yeah. a big fan of it. No, I'm not. All right, Blaze, you're next on this on five draft of worst sports team names. So this one, I really don't know uh, when they were naming this name. Uh, how you didn't think about the possibilities of repercussions, but the Nashville Predators. I feel like, especially in this day, <laughs> in this day and age, I guess no chance. <laughs> I hadn't actually, you know what, Blaze? I, I hadn't actually thought about it. like when I just hear Predators, I think of like the movie. But now that you say it, it's hitting me like yeah. it's probably not a name you should you should stick with for too much longer. Not in this climate, not in this day and age. Not this climate, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's very. You're working your way up to a lawsuit. I'll say that. The Nashville Predators. <laughs> Predators. I guess I hadn't even thought of that. No, I've never considered that that way. But 
you know, we're not Blaze. Um, I'm surprised Nasty Nick never thought of it that way, but that's a good that's a good pick there, Blaze. All right, Nick, you've got two more. All right, uh, I, I guess I'll go. I'll go to the WNBA with the Minnesota Wild. That's hockey. That's hockey. Yeah. What's the What's the WNBA? That'd be the Lynx. The Lynx. Lynx yeah, is a good WNBA. So it is Min- okay. Good, Minnesota good, good Wild. To see you're Sorry. up to date on your WNBA there. Well, oh, I'm not. Man. But <laughs> hockey, Minnesota you even Wild. Get the name right. Minnesota Wild. Whoops. All right. The Minnesota, Minnesota Wild. Wild. It's okay. nothing. It's a word. It. It's. Does not evoke anything in my brain. Buck wild. I mean, you could do a lot of stuff with wild. You could work with wild. You could work with it, but as it is by itself, not a lot. A lot of good branding there, though. Buck wild. But they're in Minnesota. They'll be like, wait, isn't that the point? Get wild. Oh, geez. I don't know. I don't know. All right. All right. Now um, you got one more. I'm stuck between two. I guess I'll go with I'll go with what what makes me laugh. Uh, The senators. I don't think. I've ever wanted to be a. I've never wanted to be a fan of a senator, in the political sense or in the sports sense. It just doesn't <clears throat> doesn't really speak to me. Who's that? Ottawa. Yeah, Ottawa. I thought so. Okay. Yeah, there's this. I mean, the Flames are the Edmonton Oilers, Calgary Flames. Yeah. Like, there's some cool Maple Leafs is cool. Yeah. I see. But, I had Maple Leafs on my list of not cool. Oh, why? I like because it's Leafs. a Maple Leaf. So how is that intimidating or threatening at all? It doesn't have to be intimidating. That's just, as long as it's cool and stands out. Yeah, but the Pelicans are not exactly intimidating. Uh, but I like the yeah. name. Pelicans are intimidating. Bro, you need dude. to you need to Google <laughs> stuff about Pelicans. You you might think they're not intimidating. And I think of the I think of the bird from Nemo. Huge. That's what I think about no, Pelicans. They're huge, dude. No, dude, they bite pieces of their heart out to feed to their children. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's well, when you put it like that, that is pretty. They, that's they, metal. They dude. dive down at like thirty miles an hour into the water where they can't see and come up, just eating their prey. They will bleep you up, Blaze. So you see, you're you just. I, I feel like I think we're figuring out that he doesn't like the name Pelicans. I, don't, I think I think what we're figuring out about Blaze is he doesn't know how to have fear. Yeah. <laughs> Hey. You flipped it. You He's flipped. not afraid. He's man. fearless. Blaze is I like. I think of the cute pelican from Finding Nemo. I don't think of the. I don't. I don't think of the scary one that you just in, in pictured in my head now. Blaze is like a fierce yeah, warrior I'm not, pelican. I'm not, I'm not afraid. I mean, I don't. I don't know what's. I don't know what's intimidating yeah. about lightning. Well, it could kill you. Uh, I, it, I, you know, uh, I don't know what's me. intimidating about avalanche. Well, you know, it, it's an. I mean, it, it kills Both people. of those sound a lot more scary Why than a pelican in my mind. Bulls? I don't know. The bulls, right? They'll gore you. All right. So he he rolls. Uh, so wait, you got football team Canadians, Browns, Predators, and your last pick. I'm gonna go the Oakland Athletics. I don't, I don't get it. You're yes, you're in you're in a professional sport. We're all they're all pretty athletic at that point <laughs> yeah. in time. Funny if like there were just a team called like the sports. Yes, exactly. The Sacramento Sportos. Sports. Yeah, <laughs> it's and they shorten it up to the A's. So like a lot of people nowadays they don't really know what the A's stand for. They just the A's. But it's like the Athletics is their full name. And it's yeah, we get it. You're all athletic at this stage in your careers. Okay, all right. Well, baseball. Still, it's a professional sport <laughs> there, at this there, point. Go, you no, go, try, go try to hit a fastball. No, I know. I know. Good luck. Um, all right. I am going to go with my last pick. Uh, honorable mention to the Lakers because it's just dumb if you're in Los Angeles. They used <laughs> to be the Minneapolis Lakers, but it's like kind of like the Utah Jazz. Like, what are you doing with that name? Yeah. yeah. But they've been around for so long and they've had success that people, they don't actually stop and think about how stupid the name is for where they are. Uh, my last pick is going to be the uh, the Victorian Bushrangers. I've seen that one. <laughs> the Cricket Squad, the Victorian Bushrangers. 
Bush Ranger. Bush Ranger. So what does that entail? What exactly is a I Bush mean, Ranger? I mean, you know, similar like how you were thinking of Predators. I mean, Bush Rangers <laughs> just, it, it's not something <laughs> I see that, where you're going with this. The Victorian Bush Rangers, they're a cricket squad. Uh, and I think that is probably one of the worst team names out there. I can see how it could be a little it. problematic. It's a strong last pick. Yeah. All right. What What else did you guys have? Any uh, honorable mentions you want to get out? Honorable mentions for me. Any Any team name that is numbers. 49ers, 76ers. I like the I, 49ers because of the history behind it. Oh again. My. I hate the 49ers because I hate the 49ers. You can do whatever. So. You can say whatever you want about history. The team. The franchise. It's the same reason you're like, well, they're called the A's, so no one remembers they're called the Athletics. No one cares what happened in 49. No one cares what happened in 76. Nick Chicken just doesn't name. care about history. My goodness. I, well, no one cares about 1849, 1849, yeah, but I the Patriots are already the football team. They're they're iconic already. You can't, you can't steal that. My other my other honorable mention is the Hilltoppers, the Western Kentucky. Oh yeah, yeah that one's yeah. uh and their blood clot of a of a <laughs> mascot. Jeez, the, the Hilltoppers. Mine uh my honorable mention would be they're not anymore, but at one point in time the Charlotte Bobcats. That sounds like a high school team name. It doesn't sound like a a name that should have professional rankings. Like think about it, like the Erath Bobcats. That's a high school. It doesn't sound like that should be uh a, the Charlotte Bobcats. Like uh, I don't know, but it always seems kidding to me. He wants a he wants a bigger canine. Yeah, yeah. He wants a bigger canine. <laughs> Lions, <laughs> Tigers. That's cool. Bobcats. Get at Panthers. Okay. Bobcats. Yeah. No. I, actually, that's that's a really good take, plays because like Wildcats, Bobcats. Like Cubs, well, it just sounds kitty. Like but... it sounds like a yeah, high school name. Yeah, it sounds name. childish. I mean, what's wrong with the Cubs? They sound childish. It's, it's like a it's like a baby bear. I don't, it's okay. Eh. You know what? I, I'm surprised. So, how do y'all feel about teams just named after clothing? Huh? I mean, you didn't like the Knicks, but huh? like no one would ever say Red Sox or White Sox. Why not? Oh, wow. I don't know. I feel like it's because it's, it, their names have become iconic. It's yeah, kind of like hard the to hate A's them. Have been around. I mean, they weren't always in Oakland, but like the the, the athletics have been around for yeah. ever. Like, I feel like if you go somewhere and you say you don't like the name Red Sox, but I also feel like, like it just it. My point is like it works. Yeah, like it does, and I think it's because of baseball, the sport itself, the Sox. You know, you always be, the Sox have always been. I don't know why. When I think about baseball, I always think about the long socks people wear, especially way back in the way back the where the the yeah. socks went way up. Yeah, yeah. But it's like I couldn't imagine a football team or a basketball team being called the Sox in any way, shape, or form. That'd be weird. So I think it's because it's baseball that works for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I you know, I mean, we could go on about weird names one day, which there's plenty of minor league ones. Oh, uh, but it RB mentioned it in our extreme baby cake segment from six years ago. He mentioned the Montgomery Biscuits. A lot of people hate on that name. I think that's a great name. I think it's awesome. Yeah, I love that name. The Savannah Bananas has become one of my favorite also team names. Great. I mean, you you could you can go through minor league baseball and dog on them all you want. It's like yeah. you have you can't be a minor league team and just be called like you know, Bears. Yeah, no, it's gotta you be- gotta be you gotta be way out there. Even like semi pro has some really cool ones. I've called a couple games for the Cane Cutters recently, and they played the Baton Rouge Rougarou, mm-hmm. which oh if you're not from around this area, you might not know what I just said. But uh, that's a it's a pretty cool and unique Cajun name. That's oh, fantastic. Yeah, that's love good that. stuff. All right. So in closing, uh, Nick's picks 
Baby Cakes, Knickerbockers, Chanticleers, Wild, Senators. Try to put all five of those in a sentence and make it be work. very difficult. The Senators rolled up the sleeves on their Knickerbockers, cooked up a Chanticleer, and got wild with baby cakes. Ah, that didn't work. Sorry. <laughs> um, Blaze has the Washington football team, the Canadians, the Browns, the Predators, and the Athletics. I have the Thunder, the Wizards, the F- you have to say the whole, the Philadelphia Phillies, the Houston Texans, and the Victorian. Bush Rangers, the Bush Rangers. I think that one that one seals yeah, the deal. That, that one takes the cake for all of them. That might be the strongest final pick. It cakes. takes the baby cake. Takes the baby cakes. I figured it would it would still be on the board. I didn't think yeah, I would the, roll with that one. Believe it or not, not a big cricket guy myself. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. I, I, mean, I can't. I couldn't name you another team. You struck me cricket. as a cricket guy. Not gonna lie, Nick. Really? No. <laughs> 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 you know who's the most famous cricket player in the world? You hear that cricket Crickets, noise? Yeah, crickets right there because <laughs> there's, there's nothing. I there have no is. idea. There it is. All right, don't go anywhere. We got another draft, one more. Blaze, tell them what's coming up next. We have the best sidekicks. Yes, That's true. right. I was forgetting <laughs> if I said the best sidekicks. Sidekicks. I'm actually really excited for this one now. Now, it's wide open. It doesn't have to be sports. It could. It can. It can be anything. And we may have to play the extreme baseball thing one more time before. Uh, I think know, so. The I think the, the, anyone if that missed it, anybody missed I'm it. So and know. I'm so glad you said baby cakes because oh, I, I totally forgot about that, and I'm I'm so glad it was still in the system. Yeah, I just put extreme in, and there was only one That's... that was in the like because we did like like probably like 15. But there was only one that was still in the system. That's how you know it was memorable. It was cakes. just one yeah, of the best ones. Just so good. All right, don't go anywhere. Great Scott Show continues after this on a Wednesday. This is ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. To the great Scott Show, ESPN Lafayette, the best team sports. Eat Lafayette happening right now, all summer long. Visit LafayetteTravel.com for more details about all of this year's specials. It's simple, guys. You download the Eat Lafayette Passport, and every time you eat at one of the over 100 participating restaurants throughout Acadiana, you enter. To win a paid vacation trip to Charlotte, North Carolina. And uh, it is a win-win. Eat delicious food. Support local. Enter to win a trip. More times you enter, better your chances to win. Pretty simple. Learn more uh, at ESPNLafayette.com. You can click on Eat Lafayette on the What's Hot Bar or on the ESPN Lafayette 
app. I'm Scott Prather. Blaze Bro is in the house. Nasty Nick. Nick Sheremy is in the house as well. We have two on five drafts today. We did one, which was worst sports team names. Nick said we need to we need to end our drafts today on a positive. So now we're going to go from worst to best, and we're going to do best sidekicks. Now this is wide open here. This is wide open. We can do anything. It can be sports. It can be TV. It can be movies. I think we have plenty to choose from. I'll lead off this time. Blaze second. Nick rounds it out. Sounds I'm going to start with like Scotty Pippen. <clears throat> okay, that's a great one. That's a good Scotty thing. Pippen right out the gate. I mean, he was he is an, an an all-time great player and he was really awesome whenever even when MJ was retired slash uh, maybe possibly suspended for 2 years, but Pippen was was great and the Bulls were good, but they weren't NBA champion good. So, even though he's an all-time great player, I mean, you MJ and right. Scotty, Batman and Rob. I mean, it's that's I mean, he was the sidekick to the greatest of all time, and he is the greatest sidekick of all time in basketball, in my opinion, and I will roll with Scotty Pippen, first pick. Blaze, it is over to you. I'm going to go a guy. I know you like this guy a lot. You've mentioned him on the show. You might not like the fact that I'm about to call him a sidekick, but Pierre Thomas for the Saints, they had a lot of great running backs. He had Reggie Bush, who was kind of you know the Heisman Trophy winner, so he got a lot of the carries, got a lot of the hype. But every now and then you would mix in Pierre Thomas and just – he was able to bring in a new a new life, different style of running than what Reggie had. And then even after Reggie left, Mark Ingram, another Heisman winner they drafted, brought in. Mm-hmm. It's a great one-two punch. So, so I love who Pierre. is he a sidekick to? I would probably say in his earlier career is probably Reggie Bush. No. No, you don't think so? I disagree. Pierre Thomas is the greatest running back of all time, well. first of all. No, he was better than Reggie statistically. Um, and, I, and, you know, I like Reggie Bush. I mean, he was a sidekick to, like, Drew Brees. Right. Yeah. If you, I mean, but... It's Pierre. By the way, tomorrow, uh, an interview I did with Pierre Thomas will be re-airing. So everybody Ooh. check it out. Oh, there you go. Pierre comes on, gets real, open, honest, shares some things that he hadn't shared before. You don't want to miss it. So there's, you know what, you, you get away with that one because it's a good promo for tomorrow's show. There, there we go. go. There we no, go. I love Pierre Thomas. I mean, look, Pierre is the best screen running back of all time. I guess I, I don't I don't think of him as like, I joke when I say he's the best ever, obviously. Uh, I don't think of him as like the best player on the team, but I don't know. I don't think of him as it's it's weird. I feel like and you can you guys can chime in, Blaze. I mean, it's your pick, but like I feel like it's tough to get. Like, what is the definition of sidekick in football? It seems easier to define in the other sports. Like, yeah, what, what, I, I guess for me, when I think about especially those Super Bowl teams, Pierre Thomas is not one of the first guys you think about off the top. Obviously, it's Drew Brees and everything, and it's you, you know Marcus yourself, Marcus Colston, <laughs> Marcus Colston, Jeremy Shockey. Those are some of the Jeremy first. Shockey before Jeremy Pierre Thomas Shockey. Play, on that team. Out. On that out. team, yes. You Hold need on. To, all right, you're young. You need to go back and watch the Blaze 09 also Saints has a Jer- again. Doesn't Blaze have a Jeremy Shockey jersey? Don't you see? Oh, no, it no, was Jimmy, Jimmy Graham. Graham. Jeremy Shockey was more important to the Super Bowl team? I don't know. I got we, to we give you a history lesson on the 09 Saints, my friend. Jeremy Shockey. <laughs> Come on. All right. All right. Now it's his pick. I'm sorry. I need to stop, stop bickering over it. <laughs> You know, if it was a list of, like, most underappreciated players of all time, I mean, he would be the first pick. Oh, absolutely. Um, sure. But, okay, he's going to roll with Pierre Thomas. All right. All right, I need to get over it. Sticking to it. <laughs> there you go. Stick to your guns, man. Uh, even, though, even though Nick says that, even though he disagrees with you. Yep. All right, Nick, you're uh, you're up. 
All right, I think I think I got the the probably the first like the best first two picks out of anybody. Uh, first off, the classic. You even mentioned it when you were talking about Scotty Pippen, Robin, man, Robin to Batman. Okay, he is iconic when you think he's of sidekicks. iconic. You know why he's the sidekick? Yes, because whenever you're like the comparison and all, when you're always the metaphor of the sidekick, yeah, the ultimate sidekick. Our first and, pick, and you know, it could be you know, Allen. It could be Tim Drake. It could be anybody. You know, you know. Whoever you want it to be, Dick okay. Grayson. Okay. Uh, and then, right underneath him, Igor, for Doctor Frankenstein. That's Igor. a good one. No, no, that's okay. a really that's good one. That's a really, really good. One. That's a really good one. All right, back to you, Blaze. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna venture off sports and go into television. I'm gonna go Barnacle Boy from SpongeBob. <laughs> that's a really good what, one. I I don't I so I don't know SpongeBob well. And in Barnacle Boy, wouldn't Patrick be like the the more known sidekick from the show. Well, Barnacle Boy is like actually a sidekick. Like he's like they're like two superheroes. Yeah. And so okay. it's like Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. Okay. Yeah, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy, underwater superheroes. It's like it's like SpongeBob's version of like Batman and Robin, pretty you. much. I got you. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I got two picks. I'm gonna go Donkey from oh, Shrek. Okay. Good pick. I mean, he is a perfect sidekick. A, a quintessential. Like you can't, you know, without Donkey, there is no Shrek. Not no, not none no. at least. I love Donkey. I sometimes watch the show just for Donkey's takes. He he for Donkey's take. I want I want Donkey on sports radio. No, no, no. I want Donkey on sports radio. Donkey's on like first take. I got yeah. some. I just like when Donkey's. Now on. skip. Yeah, he's got some. He's got some. Yeah, he's got Stephen some. Stephen A. There. Stephen A. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm a Donkey on the edge. <laughs> donkey, love Donkey. My kids watch the old Shrek movies and I. The, him and then Puss in Boots, both of them. I like as yes. a guy in my forties. I still like crack up when I watch it. Like oh, literally yeah. laugh out loud. And then when Donkey gets uh, like jealous of Puss in Boots, and yeah. there it's just oh yeah, it's great stuff. Great, great comedy. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So Donkey is my number two pick, and then number three, I'm gonna go uh, Samwise Gamgee. Oh, okay. Lord of the Rings. You know that uh, there, Blazer? No. Yes, I am. I am. I'm aware of the Mr. Reference. Frodo. I know. I mean, Sean Astin, just the man. Oh, yeah. But yeah, uh, but from the books, from the movies, Samwise, I mean, just lived his life to be the ultimate sidekick. He was my third pick in our draft of the best sidekicks. Yeah, everybody should have a friend like Samwise. Now it is back to Blaze. Uh, I'm going to go Marvel here, and I'm going to go... Now, he's not so much a sidekick now in New Age Marvel. He's become more of his own character. But in the beginning, Bucky, uh, also known as the Winter Soldier... Before he became the Winter Soldier, he was Captain America's sidekick. So, best friends, I rock with Bucky. So let's find a comp. I don't, I don't know Bucky well, but give me a comp of a guy that was a sidekick and then became like a star in sports. Whew. But not a big enough star that. See, I've already got it. But not a big enough star that he could like carry his own movie. Well, tell me who you got. Who you got? Tracy McGrady. Okay, oh, he's yeah. kind of Vince's sidekick. Then he became his, like, you know, face of a few franchises, but couldn't quite even really, you know, get through the first round. Like, like I don't really know Bucky. I mean, I know who he is, but he's not like, I don't think you could sell, like, a summer Marvel movie with just him on the poster. No, Would yeah. You say, he has like, his Mc- own, like, little series thing, but it didn't, right. it didn't go McGrady, over too well. McGrady's, you know, he's in the Hall of Fame. People love him, but he's he's not like, you're not like, oh, Mount Rushmore of Marvel characters. Exactly. Bucky. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, supporting, but once he was the lead, like, okay, not bad. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, got the, I got the McGrady comp. Bucky. All right. You were going to say something, Nick? I'm sorry. Oh, I was just saying that's a good like, that's a good take from from that 
angle of. I like the McGrady know. comp. Yeah, the McGrady comp. I was I was gonna ask though. Do you think? Would you say that Russell Westbrook was a Winter Soldier to Kevin Durant at the, at the Thunder? Kind of, but I know he was the big drawing point. But Kevin Durant ended up being the way better player. At the I time. think Westbrook. I mean, he won an MVP. Yeah, right? yeah. it would. You know, you know. I was a big fan of those Thunder teams back when you know it was Harden, Westbrook, and Durant on that yeah. one team. Yeah, even though the name sucked, uh, but no, those are great teams. And, and yeah, West. I mean, I could see it. I think Westbrook is a little more known than than Bucky, probably in right. NBA circles. You but know when he but when he went off to do stuff on his own, you know, Westbrook can't carry a team. Right. He did. He did okay. He, he did, did okay, okay. But I mean, what were they like the six seed or five something? Like, I yeah. don't know. A bunch of trip. One year when Durant got hurt, they, they didn't get in the playoffs. Right. The Pelicans got in as an eight seed, then got swept, and then they fired Monty Williams. I guess but. it's kind of hard for me to imagine Westbrook's ego as a sidekick, but I guess when you're just talking about just his play, I guess maybe. Yeah. Hey, I don't know. I don't know. Do oh, you think he's an egotistical guy? Oh, have you seen his Twitter? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even follow Russell on Twitter. Very egotistical oh. guy. Okay. All right. Blaze bringing the heat. Dude, Russell's going to be on both y'all. You for not following him on Twitter and you for calling him egotistical. Yeah. He, if he, he, I don't think he cares. I think he's got Kendrick no. Perkins to worry about more than me. <laughs> Perkins, geez. I don't know, Blaze. If you're if you're really as big and bad as you claim to be, maybe he big, should be more worried big, about you. Big big Perk throwing out uh, he's throwing out controversial statements. He's getting he's catching heat from everybody Perk nowadays. Is, oh, he's just awful in his commentary role. Just horrendous. Yeah. The zero research goes on and just spouts a bunch of palaver all the time. All right, sorry. All right, Nick, it's back to you. All right, um. Well, first, so you were actually were talking about it's hard to kind of quantify a sidekick in football. I was going to say Taysom Hill to Drew Brees. Okay. Taysom Hill coming in, relieving Drew Brees as he got towards the you know twilight of his career, being able to pound the rock, you know, storming Mormon, getting it in there. I think he, he serves like a really good gotcha. change of pace kind of guy. Okay. All right. Taysom Hill. Yeah. And who do you have next? Uh, next up, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the classic, probably one of my favorites. I don't know how he hasn't been picked yet. Chewbacca. I, I was waiting. I thought it was going to be your first pick. Actually, he was like, I just I looked up a list. I thought that was going to be his first pick. I well, just looked up a list, and he was the first name that popped up, and right underneath that one was Bucky Barnes. And, so. look, and, 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 and Nick's wearing a Star Wars shirt. Yeah, I'm in it. Blaze is not wearing a Marvel shirt. He's wearing a California shirt. It's based Shout in out California. That's where the studio's at. It's, I mean, it's, good. it's a good shirt. Shout out California. Shout out California, I guess. Sure. All right, <laughs> Chewbacca and Taysom. All right, Blaze, back to you. I'm gonna go a guy who probably strikes in a lot of people, a lot of young childhoods hearts, and I'm gonna go Ferb from Phineas and Ferb, <gasps> the ultimate sidekick. Assassin has maybe <laughs> said seven words the entire show, and it's been out for it was out for years and years. Oh yeah, very, very good sidekick in my view. All right, I got two more picks. I'm gonna go Bron from Game of Thrones. You oh, watch Game of Thrones? Oh, I didn't. I didn't. He was like the the most like. Nonchalant badass, yes. in the whole show, was just that, just very like kind of like eh, it's whatever, like and then just he's he's not not a necessarily well known, not the star of the show. No, yeah, was that Sean Bean that played no, him or no, no? No, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't watch the show. No, Sean just, Bean, Sean yes. Bean, no, uh, no, he was. We won't get into Game of Thrones lore, but uh, yeah, sure. I'm gonna go Braun, and then for my last pick, I'm gonna go Kevin McHale, oh. the player. Mikhail as a player is one of, I mean, he, 
He's an all-time great. Now, if, you're, if your idea of all-time great is like top five, he's not top five, but he is an all-time great. Michael Jordan has said he was the hardest player to guard and the best player that guarded him. Charles Barkley said the same thing about him. I mean, you're talking about legends. And then McHale was always just like, well, you got Larry Bird. You got other guys on the Celtics. Kevin McHale, a lot like Scottie Pippen in that, in his own right, was an all-time great, but because they played with one of the all-time, all-time greats, mm-hmm. they're a sidekick. But in a lot of ways, those are my only two you know, sports sidekick picks I made, but I think they're, I just think they're that, they're that good. They're like super sidekicks. Yeah. All right, Blaze, your last pick. I'm going to go a pick that's probably popular right now because of the movie that just came out, but I'm going to go Goose from the original yeah. Top Gun. Spoiler alert, Goose dies. Dude, come on. In case you guys didn't it know. It came out in 1985. In case you guys didn't Sorry. know. In case you guys playing the new playing the original <laughs> from 37 years ago. Yeah. Um, all right. He go, he rolls with Goose. Um, how many other sidekicks on this list have passed away? In the... Robin has died like three times. Okay. I guess I guess when it comes to like comic book stuff, yeah. it's probably a whole Chewbacca, bunch. I was say, bu- Chewbacca it's died. probably a whole bunch. Well, Bucky has died and come back to life. So. Chewbacca died in the old Star okay. Wars. Well, Braun, Donkey, Samwise, Scotty Pippen, and Kevin McHale are, I guess, all alive. Some of them in there. God, that sounds like Fake a good starting universe. five. <laughs> it does. It's <laughs> a good starting five. Yeah, man. They'll mess you up, dude. They'll mess you up. Um, you've got uh, one more uh, pick here, Nick. Uh, last guy. I'm going to stay I'm gonna stay in TV in this one. Uh, George Costanza for Jerry oh, Seinfeld. All good. right. Very good. Yeah. I like that Big one. Seinfeld guy. Love the show. Very big. Very pick. funny. Very good pick. Very good pick. Yeah. Um, honorable mentions. Uh, Dr. Watson. Sherlock Holmes. Okay. Vigilante. You guys watch Peacemaker? I yes. I've not seen Vigilante. That is a very, yes. very good choice. Vigilante, honorable mention, uh, James Worthy. Oh, James um, uh, Penny Hardaway. Mm. I mean, Penny and Shaq, but Penny was the sidekick. Yeah. No, of course. Lou Gehrig. I mean, again, a super sidekick, but you play with Babe Ruth. So, yeah, yeah it's super yeah, sidekick. I'll say that. Yeah, those are my honorable mentions. Y'all have any y'all had in your list but didn't get to draft? No. I mean, I had yeah, I have, I have that. I've D-Wade to LeBron. He's a pretty good sidekick. Yeah. But he's not. He's I you know that's why because he was D-Wade before LeBron was there. That's why yeah. I didn't draft him. Right, right. You right, know, right, I left right. him off for a reason. But no, yeah, he, I guess good. if you think of a guy as a sidekick. Then they're on the list. Like I don't think of Dwayne Wade in general as a sidekick. I would right. say Chris Bosh more would probably Bosch be more of an answer. Bosh, Bosh is answer, there. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Chris yeah. Bosh would be the better better choice there. Yeah, Chris Bosh, a great player. Yeah, great player. Um, are Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili like like duo sidekicks? Yeah, so that was that was a sticking like, point. Duncan's like the front man. Yeah, right. That was. A I think if they'd have been on any other, like we talked about, earlier, if they'd have been on any other team, I think they'd have probably been. Yeah. Probably wouldn't have won rings, though. Yeah, they probably wouldn't have won rings, especially Tony Parker. But, yeah. Parker at his his peak was great. Yes. He was great. I mean, all those guys, they all benefit. Mono Ginobili was one of my favorite players growing up. It's just, it drives me crazy when people are like, well, I mean, how good of a coach is it? They had all these, like, any coach that won a bunch of championships had, like, a lot of great players, especially in the NBA, and they're like, well, I mean, mean, of course, look, look at the players he's had. It's like, so... By your criteria, then, like, none of the great coaches are really great because they had great players. Like, that's dumb. You still had to coach. 
Hey. Tim Duncan was not somebody who was acquired in his prime. He was always with the Spurs. So it's like Dell Griffith, or I think that was his name. He did not win much with Shaq and Kobe. Phil Jackson did. Right. You know, um, Doug Collins didn't win with MJ and Scotty. I mean, Phil Jackson did. Like you can you can go up and down and be like, well, I mean, look, of course, he always had these great players. Like you could argue that's even more difficult. Right. I mean, yeah. there's some teams with great players, and they just couldn't get it done for whatever reasons. But if you go up and down the list, it's like you're going to have a hard time finding a coach with multiple championships that didn't have all-time great players on their team. So it's just a, I, I was just fine. I do have one more honorable mention, and I would say he was probably the ultimate sidekick in what his roles were, and that's Dennis Rodman. I mean, you think about a rebound guy, a guy who was – brought there and paid to get up and go fight for rebounds in a league that was a lot more physical than what it is now. He was paid to go be nasty, be the gritty, dirty man behind the scenes. And, you know, that's the one I, that's an ultimate sidekick in my opinion. All-time great player. That's a good one, yeah. But a sidekick that didn't think of himself as no, a sidekick. No, he certainly didn't think of oh, himself no. as a sidekick. He didn't know, portray like, himself that way. Comp in like, he's like, well, no, it doesn't work. I don't know. What's the comp in, like, movies or comic books or something of, like, a Dennis Rodman? God. You just uh, think of any, like, you know, group of superheroes. Who's the biggest wild card that's also, like, you know, just bad to the bone? That's Dennis Rodman. And Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. First thing that comes to my head, it's like Hulk or... I, I guess. Couldn't. It's hard in, like, the now now because all, all these comic book, all these guys end up getting their own franchise, yeah. too. So of course. I guess it's it's. I figured you'd have a Star Wars reference, being the Star Wars geek you are, but you got nothing. Ah, you put me in the spot. You got man. nothing. You put me on the spot, man. There's no. There's no. The, you, Dennis Rodman is his own Star yeah, Wars character. Dennis, that dude's an alien. That, that's, there, that, you there you go. I would probably that's go tomorrow. I would probably say a Hawkeye or a Black Widow. They're one of the ones that yeah they contributed to the team. But let's be honest, when they face all these aliens and superhumans and people with powers. It's not going to matter if Black Widow or, or Hawkeye doesn't show up to the fight. Listen, it won't matter. Hawkeye, but if Hawkeye never showed up. I don't I don't really, I don't know these. I don't watch these, so. No, oh, man. Behind. I'm behind on the times. I know X-Men, but I, I can't keep up with any of the other. Because I grew oh, up beast. on that. No, he's not Beast. Because Beast is, like, measured. Right. Very, he's like Wolverine. Very. He is. A little Th- ball that, was, of anger. that was actually the first thing I thought of. But then Wolverine is kind of like. He's the, a sidekick to Cyclops, Yeah, but he's like the soup now. He's like the soup, but he's he's the most iconic member of the X Men. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, Rodman was what isn't the most iconic member of you the, can Spur, the, the Pistons when he played, and no. he's not the yeah. most iconic member of the Bulls when he played. So, yeah. um, the Wolverine, even before the movies, he was in the comics. It was like that dude. That's the one. That's a bad dude. He's not just. He was such a wild card that they're like, we got to make him like the 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 face of this thing. That's fair. All right. That's that's here's our. There is our On 5 draft. we got one more segment this morning with Blaze and with Nick. An article I dropped yesterday of the teams that have never won a Super Bowl. Now, there's one obvious pick I think someone would take as to who would be the the next team off of this list. Or is there? We're going to debate the team most likely to get off the list soon and the team that's likely to live on it for a long time. Don't go anywhere. The Great Scott Show on ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports.
and chuck a small ball Throw my gas mask and put my tape on By the time you figure out what went wrong Light up my jetpack and I'm gone Welcome back into the Great Scott Show, ESPN Lafayette on a Wednesday morning. I'm Scott Prather. Nasty Nick is in the house, as is Blaze. They've been having fun on the airwaves this week. We've been doing a lot of on-five drafts uh, on July 5th, the Tuesday after the 4th of July. Uh, on-five draft of the best television shows of all time with former fullbacks Terrell Smith and Mike Carney. Let's just say uh, if you think you know what you're, they're going to pick, you have absolutely no idea. But uh, we'll have some fun with that. And um, Pierre Thomas tomorrow, Gus Cattengale, and uh, Jamarcus Fitzpatrick on Friday. A lot of great stuff coming for you here on the Great Scott Show. And then I'll be out uh, on the 6th. Lynn will be back, and he and Blaze and Nick will be uh, holding down the fort with some good content. All right, fellas. Did you look at the teams that have never won a Super Bowl? Yes. Sure did. All right, so off the top of your head, can you name all 12 of them? <laughs> uh, I'd probably do like eight. Okay, go. Okay, Bills, Bengals, Falcons, Panthers, Browns, Cardinals. Uh, I'm at six. Uh, Chargers. There you go. Um, shoot. I'm at Te- seven. Texans. Texans. There you hey, go. There you go. You Blaze have, saved my, my behind. You have there. the Vikings. Yes. Um, you have the uh, Titans, the Jags, the Lions. Oh, the Jags is obvious. Pick. There so you go. The um, all right. So, uh, you know, you've got 32 teams. 20 have won a Super Bowl. Five have won one. You know, a bunch of other ones have won multiple championships. And then you got a dozen teams that have just never, never won one. Um, so with that, the NFL teams that have never won a Super Bowl, four of them haven't even been, haven't even been to a Super Bowl. That's Which four is that? Lions is one. Lions, Lions, Jags, uh, Browns, and, and Texans. Uh, Texans. Right? Yeah. Texans yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, on the list, who is the most likely to get off of this list next? I'm going to go – are we going in order here? Yeah. I'm going to go Bills. It's not even a dress. So, yeah, the Bills seem feel like the, the top choice. Uh, right. Well. I'm going to say Bills are my top choice for right for right now. I mean, they've, they've gotten – they haven't lost any really key pieces to that team. Uh, you could argue on how their playoff season, how their playoff journey ended last year that they were probably going to make it to the Rams. I don't know. But they probably could have made it to the Super Bowl. I think they could have had a great shot at beating the Bengals in the AFC Championship game, especially if it's in Buffalo. But uh, I like the Bills a lot. Okay. Nick? I think if the AFC Championship is in Buffalo, I think I agree with you. The Buffalo Bills could beat the Bengals, but I I think it's the Bengals. I think the Bengals are are a little bit more of a complete team, a little bit more of an exciting team. 
just because we've seen what the Bills can do, and we've seen them fail at this point with this team, with Josh Allen, one of the greatest quarterbacks in the league right now. We've seen them drop it, drop the ball a couple times. Not always their fault, but that's how the cookie bounces. Like you can't, you can't win it luck. And uh, I think the Bengals have had enough bad luck that the, their time has come. I guess I haven't seen enough out of the Bengals, enough consistency out of the Bengals yet. We had one season where they flash, and that yeah. was this past season. But you don't know if that's going to continue. Well, look, I mean, I, you saw how bad Joe Burrow was beat up I'm from not, not having an offensive line at all. How how much longer can that last, and how much can you sustain with that formula? I'm not sure. I don't know. And I it's mean, can you you know you had a great year, but that division is only going to continue to get tougher. I mean, that is a tough well, division. So that's why I think they're going to be next because I think they're going to win it in the next couple of years. I think it's going to be a big one. You know, for the next couple of years, they're going to be a big problem. And I'm the I'm the guy on the planet. I am just such a huge fan of his story and how how he looks at the game of football. So I I will always be on you know having his back and with that connection he has with uh you know and with all his guys you know he's a good leader and I I just I don't know I have a, and I think they have a you know they have basically a lot of cast off Saints defenders that were not cast off because they were bad right. I mean, yeah, well, I mean Eli, Eli, Apple. Eli Apple. Eli Apple. Well, yeah. But Eli Apple's a bum, and everybody knows it, so that doesn't really matter. I'm talking about, like, Trey Hendrickson, who probably one of the best DNs in the league. I would say yes. top top seven. No, they should have the never let him we go. should have never let him go. should have never let him go. But I understand why, but, I mean, come on. But I, I just think I think the Bengals have it. I really do. I, I, I like the Bills, but, you know, they haven't shown me anything in their run game, and their defense has kind of dropped the ball sometimes when they really needed to, so... I mean, both have a history of heartbreak. Oh, of yes. course. Big-time heartbreak. Um, th- those seem like the only two decent choices, but I mean, I- anything's possible. I mean, the Jags were a bad call away from going to the Super Bowl and facing Nick Foles, and that wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Five years yeah. ago. Now, in between that, they've been really awful. The Bengals, I mean, no one picked them to get to the Super Bowl last no. year, much less, you know, not even win the division. Exactly. When Arizona went in 08, they were 9-7. and seven. No one was thinking yeah, they were, no. like, you know, legit. And, they again, they James Harrison doesn't run the end zone to end zone pick six to end <laughs> the first half. They probably have a championship. I mean, it's it's close. The, the Panthers, I mean, if John Casey didn't kick it out of bounds, maybe Jake DeLome and the Panthers are – our Super Bowl champs, and he has a Super Bowl MVP. But he, when you get there, man, you got to win it, dude. Yeah, you got to win it. Yeah. Um, but uh, those, it does. Buffalo, Cincinnati, are the only two logical choices. If you want to throw Tennessee in there, okay. Honestly, if I had to place money today, is I'd want to win a little something. I wouldn't want to mm-hmm. go with the Bills because they're a heavy favorite. What about the Chargers? I was yes, just that's a that. dark horse. That's a dark horse. I, I mean, that's a team that's that. gotten better every year since Herbert has been there. And, I mean, we've seen the additions that they've made to that team with Khalil Mack now joining their defense. That is – If he can stay healthy. Yeah. If he can stay healthy. I mean, that that is a team that is that is going to be a force to be reckoned with. I mean, you see the arm that Herbert has, one of the better young arms in the league, if not the best young arm in the league. So, I like the Chargers a lot. All right, he likes the Chargers. Um, I, I – not as much as the Bills, though. So, in order, yeah. who are your picks? Um, I think the Bills. They they've gotten there time and time again. I think they're gonna they're gonna burst that line. They're gonna break past that line, and they're gonna they're gonna get there eventually. Okay. I think it just takes time. You know, 
But I like the Bills first for sure, and then the Chargers following close behind. I think oh. they they had the next best shot. They have a really young nucleus, and I think it's that's when you have that it can set up success for years to come. It's it's tough because of all these teams, they all just have a history of fumbling the ball at the goal line, metaphorically, all of them, including the Chargers. Yeah. Like yeah. no, totally, they've had some great teams. The Vikings, like they've had some. They they probably have the best team in NFL history. They didn't get to a Super Bowl in the '98 Vikings and. Of course, you know, we remember what happened in 09, which they weren't the best team in the NFC, but, you know, they they, they came close, man. They came yeah. close. They came close. And the Bills, I mean, you will talk about history of fumbling. <sighs> no other team has been to four straight Super Bowls and lost three Super Bowls except for the Buffalo Bills. So, I mean, you want to talk about heartbreak. They've been to the pinnacle four straight years in a row and – and Crushed. last year, where it was like you let them go down in what thirteen seconds, and yeah. yes. the Music City Miracle. Yep, yeah. And They've then had the some... Titans, who that year benefited from that, they come up a half yard short yeah, of sending a, 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 a you know a Super Bowl into overtime. So one of the best sports references in a movie ever, in Castaway. Oh yeah, there you go. Well, let me get this right. We have an NFL team now. Yeah, but they're in Nashville. And that that's the line, right? I've only seen Castaway one time, but I'll never forget that line because yeah. I'm like, oh, a little little football reference yeah, there. Okay. They got they got a they got a football team. Uh and then like right when they changed their name to Titans, they were they were pretty good. Uh anytime, you know, I bring up the, the Vikings, I need to I need to find this here. Oh. Gotta play. Gotta play the clip here. Goes back to pass. He pumps. Now he fires over the middle. Intercepted. I can't believe what I'm seeing right now. Oh, it was intercepted by Tracy Porter. Near side to the 40. And John Sullivan runs him down at the 47-yard line. You've got to be kidding me. I can't believe what I just saw. Looking at that play, he should have just held on to it, Paul. He should have. He could have easily gotten five or six yards if he would have just pulled that thing down and dove forward. But why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. All-time great call. Oh, that is wow. an all-time great, great call. This is not Detroit, man. Paul this is Allen. The Super Bowl. I interviewed him a few years ago. I was, I, I'm trying to get him on the show for a long time, and he's like, he acknowledged. He's like, yeah, I get asked about that all the time. I was like, what were you? What did you mean? He's like, I don't know. It just came out like, I was like, you meant like you're not playing the Lions? He's like, yeah. Like, I mean, what are we doing? Yeah. You know, and then like, like like for me, it's like the illiterate. Like, how do you even ponder past? Oh no, he's he's, oh. he's the most Brett Favre he's, play he's of all time, oh, yeah. in my opinion. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he played definitely. played a decent game. Has you he had some a great, great game? He got, I, I'm no far from. He played a great game. Got the hell beat out of yeah, him. Yeah, but of course he's right there, and he and just ends in far fashion. Like, you know what? He must. I hope he doesn't gamble because I bet he would be <laughs> the absolute worst. And oh, like, yeah. he would go into a casino. He could be up like. $8 million, you're like, oh, he's going to throw all this back in the pot. This will be gone soon. This will be gone real soon. Yeah. Yeah, shout out Paul uh, Allen. Touchdown! I love these. Look at that powerful kid dominate. Get in there! Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh, oh, shout man. out. Shout out Paul Allen. Shout out Paul Allen. He, he's the guy in the open of my show. He's the one that's like doing the horse racing. Yeah, yeah. Thing. Oh, wow. That's, that's how he got he, he he did horse racing and then the Vikings in like the early two thousands held a open tryout for like their play by play job and he went in there and he wow. got it and his I mean he sounds like like a stereotypical Viking yeah. from like a like a cartoon, you know what I mean? He definitely but fits the brand. 
I've got so many great pile and calls in here, guys. I mean, this this is I mean, this doesn't involve the Saints, but this is great. Blair Walsh from 27 yards left hash. <laughs> Snap good, spot down. Walsh's kick is up, and it is no good. He missed it. Are you kidding me? The season <laughs> can't end like that. He missed it left. And the Seattle Seahawks are off to Oh, that's when in that 27-yard field goal. <laughs> And the Minnesota Vikings are going to lose 10 to 9. Dude. Yep. As in that uh, uh, playoff game versus the Seahawks. Are you the season cannot end like the this? Season. There was another there was another there was another year where the Vikings were all they had to do was win uh, in Arizona and the Cardinals were like in last place. This was I think in 04. And if they win, they win the division, they host the playoff game. If they lose, the Packers win the division and, you know, they go in and all this stuff. So it's the last play of the game. And the Cardinals are, I don't know, 20-plus yards away from their end zone. This is good. 17, 16, 15. See, they have to go deep <laughs> oh, yeah. into the end zone. We better put some people in the end zone, right, Joe? That's exactly right. <laughs> I mean, there's nobody yeah. inside the tent. Get back, Here guys. it is. The season's on the line. Two receivers left and right. McCown. Takes the snap. He steps up. He's all by himself. Fires into the end zone. Caught! Touchdown! No! <laughs> no! <laughs> the Cardinals have knocked the Vikings out of the playoffs. Oh, my goodness. I believe it was caught by Nate Poole. Yeah. He's being mugged by his Cardinal teammates. He's being mugged. They're Minnesota Vikings crying on the field. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Minnesota Vikings crying on the it's, field. I mean, he's... he's Paul Allen appreciation moment. I, I, That's I love the, the guy. I mean, he just wears... I'm not going to play the one where they the pass and they yeah. eliminated the Saints. I'm, but I'll only, I'll only give him a shout-out for this. He managed in that call to, like, get a sponsor reference in. Like, he's like, oh, my God, what happened? Blah, 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 blah. I, no one wants to relive it. But the only funny thing about it is he's like, and the fans are climbing up here in the Wells Fargo press box with oh, us. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was Wells Fargo, but the, whatever the sponsor yeah. was, I'm like, how did he, how, what? Dude. Like, how? There's not like an awareness that these really yeah, good, but like, great play Yeah, but by like, play can you imagine game. like Jim Henderson being like, pigs have flown. The Saints are going to the Super Bowl. They were here at the energy press box and we're, <laughs> you know, celebrating it. <laughs> you know, speaking of Henderson, he's. Oh, that's an all time great as well. Oh, man. He's, you know, he's Louisiana Sports Hall of Famer. Snap, placement, oh. kicked by Hartley, and it is. It is good! Oh. It's good! Super Bowl. I remember buying a shirt in elementary whenever they went that said hell has frozen over mm-hmm. and it was the Saints of the Who on the back. They didn't teach you about Pierre Thomas in elementary school. Apparently not. Apparently. How do you not have time? chills listening to that? Uh, I, I needed to cleanse it after referencing the Diggs catch. Yeah. I needed a cleanser. You know uh, who, who they gave the game ball to? The players gave a game ball after they gained to Pierre Thomas. Huh? Played with broken ribs. He did. Hey. He, if you go back and watch that game, he is... Like he wills them to victory. He Drew Brees did not have a good game that day. No, he didn't. Um, Pierre Thomas, so many the opening kickoff of overtime. I mean, he's yeah. exhausted, he's gassed, yeah. and he runs it back forty yards. Yeah, 
He gets a fourth and one in OT. He got the oh, the touchdown on the screen, their first score of the game. I mean, he just the teammates knew he was battling. Last thing on while we're just you know going back and forth, I I always talk about this as the the ultimate evidence that Jim Henderson is one of the all time great play by play guys. I've done a little play by play before. It's fun. Um, when there's a lot of stuff out of the ordinary that happens, even not even if it's out of the, if it's like there's a fumble and then there's a, it's picked up and then there's a lateral and to call it as it happens is it's really it's it's hard. Yes, it's easy to be like you know handoff off tackle he's tackled after loss of three, but when a lot of stuff happens in a play, to to not kind of follow the ball and then fill a, fill the audience in after it happens, which you if you listen. A lot of announcers will do that, and it's yeah. fumbled, and there, uh, and now it it looks like okay. So, and then the play-ins are like he was stripped here, and then this happened, and that happened, and you kind of don't realize it. But if you listen intently as a listener, you'll know when a guy's like saying every little detail as it happens. And it's so much harder in radio because you have to be really descriptive Absolutely. versus Absolutely. TV where they right. can see it. You can kind of relax just a little Gus bit. Johnson, I wouldn't say relax, but he he didn't even call it. He's just like ah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God. Um, the River City relay, like the Saints' miracle play that they followed immediately up by missing a you know a, a PAT. This is Jim Henderson. I, I feel like this is his like his opus, his magnum opus. He is so to call this as it happens, and then the emotion of the call right after of the PAT. I just, I got to give the man his props. Two wideouts to the left, one to the right. From the shotgun, Brooks pumps, throws down the near sideline to Stallworth, and Stallworth tries to get away from some people and does to the 38-yard line. He needs a block. He needs a couple there. They're going to lateral the ball to Michael Lewis. Michael Lewis tries to stay alive. He'll lateral it to Deuce. Deuce needing help. He laterals across the field, and the Saints are going to take it in with Payton. If this is legal, they've done it. No. Uh-uh. Jerome Payton <laughs> diving into the end zone. I mean, you can't tell me that I just witnessed what I just saw take place. Shout out to uh, the late great Hokie guys oh on God. color. And then Jim Henderson. Like, that's so hard to yes. do in the moment like he just did. That's my childhood, dude. Hokie guys on and Jim Henderson. And then, that stuff, man. I mean, a minute later, God bless him. He was, this was all of us in this moment. Thank you, Jim. All sorts of incredible plays along the line for the Saints to stay alive, pending the extra point by John Carney. And he missed No! <laughs> he oh, missed no. the extra point wide right. Oh, my Ouch. God. How could he do that? <laughs> this one is over as John Carney misses his first extra point of the season it was just it was back then it was only the saints like that was like of course only the saints could have the greatest you know crazy finish trick play and yet it it will be forgotten because you know uh, uh, all they needed was a pad to send it to overtime and their playoff hopes were still they were still mathematically alive at that point and then that loss ended it it was like he just he missed the extra point after that play. Yeah, no. I think that's no, no. <laughs> and I think all the calls, how could he do that? The calls that we heard with the Vikings and then with the Saints, 
I think that's where my appreciation for radio came because you I don't think you can get that personality that you hear in those calls because these guys are calling for teams so they can be a little more biased towards their team so you can hear like the nose you can hear like the you know how mad they are when they miss the field goals right. and things that you can't hear that in TV because in TV you have to remain unbiased right, right. in so football I, yeah I think radio you're not going to get those great calls without the the biases that you hear All so right. one more awesome. from my man Jay Walker So this will be a 50-yard attempt. And uh, Mark Hudspeth, they just showed him on the sidelines, and he said it twice. He's going to make it. Let's see. Kick is on its way. And the kick is good. Cajuns win. Cajuns win. Cajuns win. Win. Cajuns win. Cajuns win. A 50-yard field goal. As time expires. By Brett Baer, and Louisiana has won the Arnell Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Holy cow, can you believe it? Wow. Good stuff. Uh, Good stuff, Jay. Amazing, man. Great stuff. Yeah. Now, he didn't go the extreme route. No. <laughs> no, but no. You, you heard no, everything no, no, you no. needed to hear. You no, heard no, no, all no. the... I'm, 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 I'm segueing into, oh. <laughs> into something yeah, ridiculous. Well. Um... That is Blaze Bro. That is Nasty Nick Sheremy. Guys, thanks for coming in again today. And I think we should would in in your segment with how we kind of started it. How we kind of started which it. Which happened fitting. totally organically, was not expecting to do it. For those that missed it earlier, we had uh two on five drafts. The first one was worst team names. Nick had the number one overall pick and he chose Baby Cakes, which was the minor league team in New Orleans for a few years. The Zephyrs were there for a while. They changed the name to Baby Cakes a few years and then I think they're in Wichita now. Um, anyway, that, I, and I don't think they're the Wichita baby cakes, by the way. That would have been but, <laughs> <laughs> but he reminded me of the segment that RB, Ryan Banowitz, and I used to do called Extreme Baseball. It started out in the summertime where to give baseball updates, we're like, this is going to be boring as hell if we're just like, Royals beat Angels 6-3. to three. Like we got to get extreme, start screaming stuff, random stuff about the cities and the players, just one-liners. And then that segued into we did extreme a lot of stuff. We did extreme Santa Claus. We did extreme Easter Bunny. We did extreme Mardi Gras. The Baby Cakes came out with their name, and we did extreme Baby Cakes. And I'm glad Nick jotted that memory because we played it last hour. We'll play it one more time before we let these guys get out of here. Here it is. From 2016, Extreme Baseball Baby Cakes. Promised right now, it's time for Extreme Baseball. Woo! Put some baby powder on my bottom. It's time for minor league baseball. Ah! Aloha! That means goodbye. The New Orleans Zephyrs have been voted off the island. The most talked about election of 2016, the fan vote. They voted for the baby cakes. Carrying out the delivery room, wash off that placenta. It's time for baseball season. Yeah. How can you enjoy the cake if you don't eat the meat? Eat it, but don't beat it. Because New Orleans is making baby cakes. Eat the birthday cake in your birthday suit. Make the baby and feel the AAA baseball team called the Baby Cakes. 
Don't get a rash. Grab some Boudreaux's butt paste, baby. Time to watch some baseball this season in New Orleans. It's baseball team in the name of glove. Love your glove. No, no glove worn. Love not glove. In the name of love, make love to make baby cakes. Do a little dance. Make a little glove. No, make a little love. Baby cakes, I glove you, man. No, I love you, man. In the name of baby cakes. Ah! 2017 is officially the year of the baby cakes. You know what that means? What? Turn down the lights. Baby making time in New Orleans. He doesn't go shopping at the Gap. He's a baby. Baby cakes. Who needs Montgomery biscuits? Butter up them biscuits. Because baby cakes are coming to split it open. He doesn't use a toilet. He's a baby. Baby cakes. <laughs> Baseball. Once, twice, three times a baby cakes. They're so cute at this age. Baby cakes. Your baby's ugly, but I love the baby cakes. They've watched every one of Tom Amansky's defensive drills endorsed by Fred McGriff. Baby cakes. I got nothing on that Tommy Mansky reference. Premature jocularity. Babies. Baby cakes. Grab a diaper. I'm so excited. Let's get the baby cakes into town. You're not my daddy. You're a baby. Baby cakes. Who that? That's just my baby cake daddy. It's baby cakes. Baby cakes. Oh, good memories. Good memories. That that used to kill my voice anytime we do extreme anything. I need to get uh, – Ryan lives in Austin now. Next time he's in town, I need to record – just drop it at some oh, point. Oh, dude. Uh, a new age extreme something. This should forever be saved on file. Never, never, I need to keep – I need to – because most of our extreme segments are – they're not they're not archived, so I'm glad that one's still yeah, in there. For posterity, man. Man, I need to see if – I, I, they're not. It might. It's not in Zeta here, but maybe in the M Drive. I can. The old Santa Claus when we did was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, now y'all got me searching. I'm gonna search yeah, for some extreme a nostalgic ones. mood for I'm extreme. But I'll break it out if I can find like the old like Santa one. I'll just have to play it around Christmas. You know. Oh, dude. That's what we need to do. Of course, they might be gone. That might be the only one. So I'm glad you you brought up baby cakes. Right back to memory. I'm so glad you brought it up. <laughs> that was great. That is uh, Nick Sheremy. That is Blaze Bro. They will be back on next week, beginning Wednesday, a week from the day, uh, the July the 6th. That's what my first day out. Uh, Lynn will be back. They'll be on with Lynn. They'll be doing some stuff from 6 to 9 a.m. And uh, I'm sure having a lot of fun. Uh, guys, it's been great. Hey, it's been awesome, man. Being Thank here you. again. All right. Don't go anywhere. Great Scott Show continues right after this on a Wednesday. This is ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in. Welcome back into the Great Scott Show on a Wednesday. We want to remind you about Eat Lafayette. Download the Eat Lafayette Passport. Go to LafayetteTravel.com to do so. And if you haven't already, basically, it's a win-win-win. 
you eat at one of the 100-plus qualifying restaurants and establishments around the area this summer. You eat local. You support local. And you just check in with your passport. It's simple. doesn't take long. And every time you do, you're entered to win the contest, a uh, free trip to Charlotte, airfare, lodging, all paid for, part of the Eat Lafayette campaign. Learn more. Click on Eat Lafayette over at ESPNLafayette.com or the ESPN Lafayette app. You know, there's it's, it's home here, Acadiana. For some of you, maybe it, it would be easy to leave. For others, you would hate leaving, right? You connect with a certain place and, you know, you get a call from work. They're like, hey, we're moving you. It can be tough. Your professional athletes, they get traded. Talk about how difficult it is. Sometimes they're so ready. They're good with it. They love it. Other times they just, they hate it. They hate it. They're sad. You know, Kendrick Perkins, as bad as he is as an analyst, you know, he's a good player. I'll never forget when he got traded from Boston to OKC and just those pictures of him, and he just looked sad. He was just miserable. I mean, when when the New Orleans Hornets traded Chris Paul to the Clippers, I mean, who can forget Al Farouk Aminu, Chris Kamen, and Eric Gordon sitting there with, uh, some would say the looks on their faces were stoic. I would just say they were, like, depressed. It was They weren't down with it. Now, I you know, it could be for different reasons. Maybe they didn't want to go to New Orleans at the time for a franchise that at that moment in time didn't even have an owner and weren't projected to be good, whereas the Clippers, they were kind of up and coming, right? Young Blake Griffin, things were looking good. Eric Gordon was like 19 years old and had a great rookie season, was looking strong. I mean, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, drafted by the, the Pelicans, was Really sad and upset when he got traded to Portland and then to Utah right after. And any event, it's part it's part of the part of the gig, right? But it's not always about a trade. Sometimes you just you go somewhere else because you get offered more money in free agency. But has your heart really left that previous place? Freddie Freeman was such a key part of the Braves championship, was such a fan favorite. And, you know, last weekend, it was a very emotional return for him when the Dodgers took on the Braves. Very emotional. And Clayton Kershaw told reporters, yeah, it was cool. It was really cool to see the reception he got. He's obviously been a big contributor for our team, and I hope we're not second fiddle. It's a pretty special team over here, too. I think whenever he gets comfortable over here, he'll really enjoy it. It was a good night for him. That's just, that's Kershaw reminding Freeman, look, I'm glad you love it, but you got a six-year, $162 million deal here, okay? Right? You're not with her anymore. You're in this relationship now. You, you, you can't have the regret. You weren't traded. You signed up for this. This is different. And I, I look. You could say, oh, you're just reading too much into it. He literally said, I hope we're not second fiddle. Those words came out of Clayton Kershaw's mouth. He had a front row seat to all of it. And, you know, it was, look, it was a whirlwind weekend for Freeman. It's understandable. I I had no issues with how he responded to any of it. I was a little surprised by Kershaw's comments. 
But you've seen it in sports before, man. Player ends up somewhere else. Player ends up being like, meh. I should have never left. Should have never left. The grass isn't always greener. Now, for Freeman, the Dodgers' grass is pretty green. I mean, they're stacked. They're good. But he was so beloved in it. Still is beloved in Atlanta. And and the Braves, you know, they who knows where they'd be right now with Freeman. It's like the Braves are bad. I mean, they've been, they've been better and good. Especially, you know, here in June. But Freeman, Freeman is a difference maker. He just is. ESPN Life, he had the best ticket in sports. Manning Passing Academy happening in Thibodeau this week, but I got to tell you something about Eli Manning that'll make you laugh to remind all of us that you stop working out for a little while and uh, you can lose it pretty quick. I'll explain next. This is the Great Scott Show on a Wednesday. Final segment coming your way right after this. In sports. Welcome back into the Great Scott Show. ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports final segment here. You know, there are things that change as you get older. Lots of things, including your body. And at some point in your life, you come to a realization that there's just certain things that you can't do anymore. You might lie to yourself briefly and be like, yeah, I might be able to get back into shape and do this. I mean, look, I'm not saying you can't get into shape as you get older. But there are just certain things athletically that you just can't do as you get older, no matter how good a shape you get into or try to, right? Maybe you've been sitting on the sidelines for a while and you decide you're going to play a pickup game and you realize, oh, my God, I'm blowing up. I can't breathe. My knee hurts. What is happening here? Eli Manning, who, you know, you would have to say is a good athlete. I mean, he was an NFL quarterback for years and years and years. But I'll just say, as far as Eli goes, it wasn't like he was ever lighting it up when it comes to combine drills. I mean, you can go back to 04 when he was just getting ready for the draft. It took him like five seconds to run the 40-yard dash. Pretty good for you or I, but for a starting franchise quarterback in the Big Apple, yeah. Back when he did his vertical leap test at the combine, yeah, he did that earlier this year. He just tried it. He's 41 now. Decided he was going to show up to the combine and try the vertical leap. And he put a video up on Twitter, and it was, yeah, it wasn't all that great. It wasn't all that great. I don't even know. He didn't, like, post how high he got, but he said, look, I didn't even participate in this back in 04, so I figured I'd give it a shot. It didn't go well. Well, recently... Eli posted on Twitter last night that he thought it'd be a good idea to try out the old conditioning test with the Giants. I don't know what motivated him to do that. Now, the conditioning test is not easy. You have to run sideline to sideline in 18 seconds or less, 10 separate times. But I tell you what, man, you get to eight, nine, whatever, 
So uh, what did Eli do? Yeah, he uh, pulled his hamstring, as he put it. What was I thinking? Moron. I mean, he said he ran nine. said he almost pulled it off, and then he pulled his hammy. Nine? The guy averaged like two yards a run in his career. Yeah. Eli, at some point, man, I like the content, but you, you just you got to let it go, my friend. You got to let it go. We're going to let today's show go. That's it for the Great Scott Show. Big thanks to everybody who came on, to Nick Sheremy, to Blaze Bro, to everybody for listening. Tomorrow, uh, Pierre Thomas replay Friday. Gus Cattingale and Jamarcus Fitzpatrick. Then we got Fourth of July weekend on the 5th. We'll have a bunch of on-fives on the 5th, including the return of Terrell Smith and Mike Carney. Plenty of great content coming your way on the Great Scott Show for the next couple of shows you don't want to miss it the dan patrick show is next this is espn lafayette the best ticket in sports